0: Go. Uh, welcome to the fourth, uh, fifth episode of Just Boxing Podcast. Tonight um, we've got uh, Dan Finnegan and Dan Hewitt of Boxing TV. Hello there, Dan.
1: Hey pal, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Good to hear from you.
1: Thanks for having me on your show. It's quite nice for me to be interviewed rather than interview you, ink.
0: Yeah, well, you're a bit of a celebrity these days. To be fair, mate, and um, I know you never, I know you never let that fine go to your head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no mate I, i'm just i'm the same old me mate still what still well yeah. just like you mate
0: yeah you know the one um to be honest with you, mate, i've wanted you to come on for a little bit to be fair since i started them um really? and we've, we're quite new in the you know it's quite a new podcast i've only been doing it for a, for a short while okay um and, and you know trying to build an audience is, is quite hard um yeah but you know the more the more content we get the, the you know the, the better it'll build and the better it'll become. Um, and having people like you on, you know, will, will build it even more. So, yeah, it's great oh, to have you on.
1: Dad. This is all mine, honestly.
0: Excellent. Brilliant, mate. Right, I'm going to start off. Um, the, the first thing I think we should discuss um, is the anti Joshua we should, should away from. Um, okay. I mean, he, you know, it's up in the air. Ruiz doesn't want to fight. He does want to fight. Um, now, um, first of all, I'm going to ask you what's your thoughts on um, the fight being in Saudi Arabia?
1: Ooh, this is an odd one for me. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I know what my personal thoughts are, but my professional thoughts are probably. Um, I, I have to probably answer it from the professional side. But you know me; I, I, I like the uh, the confrontation, like the, the silly things. So, um, yep. for me, um, I don't like it. I, I just, I just don't like it. I mean, a lot of people have. Uh, have compared the Saudi Arabia fight to the likes of the Rumble in the Jungle thriller in Manila obviously Zaire is it Zaire um, the uh, yeah, Philippines yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know for the uh, yeah. country let's say um, the only thing is is there is that happened yeah. in- You know, that happened once or twice or something of that nature. It seems that we had, of course, Callum Smith and George Groves. Um, Then we've had the the Amir Khan, Billy Dibb. Now we're having Josh. You know, it it seems like they're getting all the big fights over there. But I think the reason is just because of the money. I don't really like it, if you ask me. Are you still with me, pal? Hello? Sorry, I lost you. I, I I lost you, yeah.
0: Hang on, mate. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah. This bloody app at times can be a bit temperamental. Uh, I st- I'm still trying yeah. to work on, um, you know, getting a, a stable platform. Um, but the good thing about it, the good thing about this, though, is I can piece it together. Oh, really? Like, okay, I can just oh, can cool. take little bits out of the recording and put it back in again. So, he, you know, oh, any, any, really dead, cool. yeah, yeah, any dead bits I can cut away kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's not a bad act, to be fair. It's just I want something a bit more stable in the future um, when we get a Brilliant. bit more professional. Um, but it'll do for the time being. Uh, sorry, back to back to AJ. Um, my, my one worry... Um, Obviously, Ruiz is Mexican-American. Um, and, you know, Saudi Arabia, you know, have got some serious, serious problems in terms of you know, human rights violations, um, public stonings, throwing gaming off buildings. I mean, for me, uh, you know, how can you even contemplate, um, you know, dealing with a country of that kind of stature? I just, I just don't see why they should be you know, he's, he's kind of saying, okay, that's fine. Yeah, it, it makes he's sense cool to
1: me. I mean, I mean, I, you know me, sense, I like though? to stay away from the politics as much as possible. Um But kind of, you know, I suppose it's got to be said in this scenario because, um yeah, it's it's okay saying these things, but, you know, the, the Saudi Arabia, but if you look at the, um what, what his argument is, Ruiz, um, is that his country is advised not to, to travel there. The truth of it is, it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, it, if you look at, for instance, Saudi Arabia, um, yep. they're also almost kind of a green, uh, amber, and red. If that makes sense, um, and Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia are yellow. Yep. You know, they're rated yep. two yep. of threat. So it's not like we're fighting in Afghanistan in here. You yep. know, Saudi Arabia is. Yep not a proper third world country they've got a hell of a lot of money um but i just i think it's just because of money that's what i don't like about it you know i mean you've really got to look at russia i mean look at the look at you mentioned the gay um and you know the let's lgbt as they say these days um yeah you know if even if you go to russia that's not you know they don't accept it as much over there either so um I just think I just don't like it because of the money uh, yeah. I just I think the money is, yeah, is yeah. the wrong place in the sport I think that the American fans the Mexican fans the British fans to be honest pretty much any other fan in the world will have a real struggle to to make it to Saudi Arabia
0: exactly see it's not it's not even you know I mean like it's not even just the, 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 the you know the travel there and all the rest of it obviously it's going to cost a fortune to do it all um, but you know what British fans are like. You know what Americans are like. They like to go have a Absolutely beer. Absolutely not, Michelle
1: Joey Phelps. Is you can't the, do that, in Saudi Arabia. i uh, so like to call her. I don't know if she call her a pundit or a presenter. Um, she's even questioned whether she can go and and cover the fight because of it. So, uh, I don't agree with with what they do, but you know that's that's for another day.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. That yeah, I agree. That that's something else. It's just that, like you've just said about Michelle Phelps. Um, you know, she's she's contemplating whether she can go or not because of where it is now. For me, um, you know, uh, an event as big as AJ versus Ruiz too, um, you can't. You just, you know, you've got it's got to be accessible to everybody. Be that strike, be that woman, you know, be that anybody. Uh, and Saudi Arabia for me, just just how can he be? Yeah, I, it mean, is. I know, mean, as far as I'm kind of paranoid, the, like the
1: I keep hearing Bob Arum say, you know, oh Eddie Hearn's messed up here. Um, and, but the truth of it is, uh, the truth of it is, is since. This agreement's been signed between uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. and Anthony Joshua. Uh, Ruiz, from the start, he's not stupid. Bob Arum's not stupid. You know, they know they've signed this rematch clause, but then they're always going to be the champ. They, they, he is the champ. He, he does hold the power in this fight, you know, whether contract or not. Um, yeah. I know the, the agreements, I know the legalities of the situation, but the truth of it is... Um, He's still the champ and he still wants something on his side. You can't expect him to go fight and Josh back guard.
0: Yeah. And he deserves it.
1: For sure. 100 percent He
0: deserves it, yeah. He deserves it too. You know, I mean when, when I mean when you look at the legality of it, if if, if he turns this if, if he turns his fight down, um firstly he'll be stripped. There's no two ways about it. You you'll lose his belts. That'll be the first thing. There'll be a long drawn out court battle. Um, I remember vaguely um, 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 Hassan Rackman trying to do it to Lennox Lewis. Um, And, you know, I I remember him being forced into the rematch. Now, if I know Eddie Earn, I know for a fact that contract is watertight. Now, for me, though, for me, the difference is there, though, you know, uh, contract or not, like you said, you know. It's gotta be expected to take place, you know, in a fair place where Andy Ruiz's family can travel to, um, Andy Ruiz's family can travel to, uh, be that America, be that yeah. you know, Mexico, be but that to throw Kai, at you, Dan. you know, really quickly, to just, just, you know, just to that, throw something at that, you.
1: That and I don't think this is really being important up conversation. Why is South... So this is okay, Britain against the US from Mexico? Yeah. Why is the American side of the party complaining about a dangerous country is that more dangerous for an American than a Brit? No. Not in shape or form. At the end of the day we're Westerners. No. Um, And it makes no difference whether the only reason they're doing this is because they're trying to get the fight back in the the US. There's there's no arguing it. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That or more money. And I, and I don't blame him. And I don't blame him either. If I'm an, if, if I'm Ruiz and I'm getting paid nine million, free, and AJ is getting paid thirty-seven million yeah. or whatever, yeah. is. and and I'm being silly. From, is it thirty-three? Dan? I didn't check. I knew mean, it was about like thirty. I mean, um, it's ridiculous money, and it's you know to to say that. Ruiz is actually the champion and I guys the shelling. I think that's absolutely and, uh, bullshit, he's kind of, I, know, I know what you're um, saying
1: and, and he's the champion, but realistically, he's still exactly. getting, It reminds me very much of the Joshua, Deontay Wilder thing when they were crying about how much money they get between them. Um, the truth of it is, you know, nine million dollars or nine million pounds, I think it's nine million pounds, yeah, um, yeah. then he, he's going to get a career-high payday before being the champion. So, yeah. realistically, would, would you fight for nine mil? I mean, I'd, I'd fight for a world championship. I'd probably pay
0: With, 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 with that, I would, but if if if, if I'd already if I if I'd already beat the champion, um, and I'd already yeah. and, and I didn't only beat him, I would beat the brakes off him. Um, I'd I'd kind of expect, you know, at least a fair cut of I don't know, maybe hmm. you know, even if the other guy's the A side, you know, at least forty percent. You know, I mean, he, I mean, he's not even. I mean, what what is nine million? Uh, is not, that probably it's not, uh, you know, it's not far off. It's probably about thirty yeah. percent, maybe. Literally. Yes, 30%, isn't it? So he's getting about 30%. So for me, uh, you know, being the champion, I mean, the champion theoretically should get the lion's share of the... of the. Of, of the well, we know that doesn't work in modern boxing. You know, is still the A-side, whether we like it or not. But I just think that, and, and I just think that, you know, Ruiz deserves... If Ruiz accepts his fight in Saudi Arabia, I believe he deserves, you know, a little bit more money because it's not just the 9 million and, and the 33 anymore um, it's the extra money that Hearn, is, Hearn has been given from the Saudis you know to 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 to, uh, to, to have yeah, the fight in Saudi anybody. Arabia I'm going I mean, to push through something at you Danny
1: you know, I'm I like you know what, me. I'm straight to the point. I'll, I'll tell you what. Go on. Um, a little bit of controversy, and maybe a little bit of a conspiracy yeah. theory. But, and I just want to want to because it's recorded. I just want to be really clear that not in any way I am am I saying this will happen or accusing anybody in particular. But. What I tell is, there's a lot of money in this fight, you know, for yeah. Joshua and Andy Ruiz. Now, the first thing Andy Ruiz said yeah. when he won his world title against Anthony Joshua was, "Mom, yeah. we don't have to struggle anymore." Okay, which means one thing: he's in for the money. Now he's taking the rematch. Yeah, yeah. so he's taking the rematch. What's What's yeah. telling I'm What's sure. What's concerning me is. We know, you know, the controversy and the speculation, you know, the, the the shady dark side of boxing. Would it make sense for a certain person to give yeah. a certain – I'm saying certain because I'm not saying any names. Would it make sense for a certain person to pay a certain champion a certain amount of money? Because think about it. Let's say that person Absolutely. pays that champion 10 million and he – yeah. You know, he's happy, he's walked away with the ten, you know, nineteen million, let's just say for example. Um never gonna get paid that again. And then that investment of the extra yeah. say ten million, um he'd make that bite in his next war his next Walmart fight before he was to fight Wilder for a hundred million. Yeah. So, do you think that's unrealistic? I don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no. What, no, what do you mean? I mean, it's in this next fight, like, so I, yeah, of course, I, I think
1: we all know that honest. Andy Ruiz has AJ's number, there's no doubt about that. You know, he quits, yeah, he quits, he spat his shield out, yeah, um, yeah. now, yeah, yeah, I'm concerned in this next fight that the there might be darker arts at work in this fight. Whereas, let's just say a certain person was to pay Louise ah, a certain amount of money to go down in the third, um, that's a 10 million investment. If of, 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 you know, of, be, let's just say a, yeah. a drop down fee, <laughs> um, would be, it be straight away. It? Do you know what, though? You know, yeah,
0: mate, do you know what? That's that's an actual, you know, it's a good thought. But, you know, the way I I think about countering that Mm -hmm. is this. If Ruiz beats AJ again, right, he then becomes a superstar. And I mean, you know, astronomical superstar. He becomes the new AJ. Um, He then, don't think. I mean, he's already got a lot of support from Mexico anyway, since he beat AJ. Um, Now, you imagine he beats AJ again, right? Now, now fights open up for him against Fury against Wilder, um, you know, big, big fight. You know, we're talking, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe 80, 90 million over two fights. You, if you're Ruiz, then are you going to take a dive for 10 million?
1: Yeah, I see. I completely appreciate what you're saying there. And this is why we love to sport of so, box. so much. It's so subjective.
0: Yeah,
1: realistically,
0: realistically,
1: are we gonna let's say, say for example, that uh, Andy Ruiz beats Joshua again, which is very likely. Realistically, do you see Andy Ruiz having a slight chance against Wilder or Fury? I don't see that at all.
0: No, I think to be honest honest, with you, I think Fury would box his head off. Um, but Walder, um, do you know what, mate? Mat. I wouldn't write him off against Walder, and I'll tell you exactly yeah. why. Um, the one, who, yes, you've just hit the nail on there completely. Walder, he's one of these guys. If he doesn't land that right hand, um, he's you know he 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 won't he, he won't beat a guy out boxing them. There's just no way. I mean, we've we've seen him against guys that just, um, you know that don't deserve to be in the ring with him and outbox box him, you know. Um, so, so, I mean, let's remember as well, Andy Ruiz, I know a lot of people was taking the piss out of him because of his size and all the rest of it. I think he won hundred This is That's a, goal,
1: high, a, a two or three times goal in the Goal was incredible. Um,
0: exactly. This, this is what people, you know, this is what a lot of people was ignorant to in the first fight. And I kept telling people... You know, this is a live dog. You're not talking about a bummer. You're talking about a live... And I hate that word I do, that, you know, that these, these guys use, oh, this guy's a bum and this guy's a bum. You're talking about guys that get in the ring and beat each other. You know, uh, they're not, Exactly, risk the lives, that's not a bum. Um, but for me, like, you know, Andrew Ruiz, technically, is he's, he's, he's so... He's good and his footwork is excellent. The way he closes distance is so... And it's fast, the way he closes distance. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, AJ I, I was throwing the jab out and he was countering over the top, you know, the left hook over the top of the jab, the right hand over the top of the jab. It was... Hey, Dally, it was the beautiful. most was absolutely impressive... If, if I'm really Andy
1: was. Ruiz and I take anything away from that fight, it wouldn't be would not be in it if I was his trainer and I always look at I've always said this haven't I yeah. if I was his trainer what would I be saying to him that's what I would always think if I can't give him advice then something's wrong for me if it, it was Andy Ruiz Jr and he's been he's beaten Joshua he's my fighter yeah. right now do you remember when Andy Ruiz got knocked down for the first time by Anthony Joshua he got back up Joshua hit him with the right hand Yes, that so did you- was like a nuclear warhead it was horrible I, I yeah that would have cleaned i mean completely cleaned out yeah any fighter any division you know ever he it was it was that solid but yeah ruiz has taken his biggest shots that's the difference he's taking the biggest yeah because what what's joshua going to do he's, he's going to come back, back in this next team. fight thinking i'm going to try and box he can't outbox ruiz no chance he tried that time.
0: No, how's he going to He hasn't got the confidence. No he hasn't at got all. the no ability to do it. So, so, the only way he's going to beat Ruiz is to try and yeah. steamroll him. And he's already tried that. Exactly. It's it's, it's for me, it's like, um, uh, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I thought Ruiz beat Parker. If that fight happened anywhere else in the world, you know, anywhere else in the world except for New Zealand, you know, Ruiz would... I completely watched it live. It was no quite early, wasn't it, if I remember? It was a weird
1: time, wasn't it? In the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah dead, dead weird.
0: The um, the morning, yeah. It, yeah. That, yeah. it was a great
1: fight, though, wasn't it? I mean, you can't really yeah. argue the way it went, but for me, I thought I thought that Ruiz yeah. just took it just...
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, and 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 see, this is another reason when when I watch Parker against AJ Parker. Mm-hmm. If Parker hadn't have been so negative, he could have beat AJ. He could have, he could have you know the body shots that he was landing on AJ. AJ hated them, and had he a bit more been a bit more positive and not been you know too he, he was he seemed too scared to actually exchange with AJ. If he'd have been more positive, I think he would have. He would have yeah. had a chance of beating. It's just Major. not. It's just would he have not level he I mean, I wouldn't even say that Joshua be. that
1: level. If I'm being honest, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, listen, and I want to say this. You know, if if this because trust me, I've had things reach Eddie Hearn before. So you know, no disrespect to him, no disrespect to Joshua. You should be bloody proud yeah. of yourself. You know, bloody proud of yourself for what you've done and and the way you've no, got no, the no, way I, the money you've earned. You know, incredible as far as I'm concerned. But realistically from the start I've not yeah. been you know just personally know. not professionally personally I have not been impressed with Joshua from the start even when he fought um, the, the world uh, sorry the Olympics and he yeah. won I don't think he won that fight if, if you ask me I, I thought I'd, I I'd won that yeah. um, as he was coming through he was pretty much fine taxi drivers cans puddings as far as I'm concerned um, you know. yeah. but I can't argue with Klitschko that's one thing I can't argue yeah. with and that's one thing you'll always get me for he, he showed character and he showed right, what he's made of in the fight. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, let me you know, you
0: know, let me explain something about AJ before we before we carry on. One little thing. Uh for yeah. me, AJ was rushed along way too quickly. Uh-huh. He was fighting for the world title after sixteen fights. Um he you know, this is a guy that only started boxing at twenty years of age. No, twenty one. Was he twenty or twenty one? Twenty years of age he started boxing. You know, you know, we're talking about a guy that had no real, um, you know, childhood. No. You know, he, he's not like a Billy Joe Saunders or like a Tyson Fury that spent all, you know, all his youth boxing. Exactly, he hasn't got those fundamentals. So, for to, to bring a guy straight from the Olympics, right, and straight up um, sixteen fights, obviously Big Martin, um, and then he got the Vlad fight. And for me, the only reason he beat, beat Vlad is because. Let's, let's, I mean, don't get me. I don't want to take anything away from AJ because I like AJ. I was, you know, I'm a fan. You know, you can't, you can't deny what he's done. But for me, you know, we're talking about a Vladimir Klitschko that was 41. He hadn't fought 18 months. He, you know, he'd lost his 10 um, year unbeaten record to Fury and got basically embarrassed,
1: you know, on his own
0: soil. Um, wasn't the same. Do you think so? It was, you know, I mean, realistically, would, would
1: Klitschko have, have done well against other fighters? I mean, you must admit Klitschko was yeah. good on the night.
0: Yeah, mate. I think to be honest with you, I think when Klitschko dropped him uh, in that sixth round, I think had that had been a younger version you think- of Klitschko, I think he would have stopped Do
1: You think he'd have stopped AJ?
0: Go on, sorry. Yeah, I, th- I think that you... I mean, I think in the back of Klitschko's mind was that he had to play exactly because he didn't want to burn himself out. And I don't think he realised how far AJ was gone. And he gave him, like, three rounds off, kind of thing. He was, like, kind of you Know being very cautious and, well, this, and, and I, this, well, I, I hope I can kind of enrich your podcast meter meter a little bit, really. Meter so, meter.
1: you you know that what I do, and of course, I speak to pretty much the biggest fighters in the world on regular basis. Um, a friend of mine is, um, his name is Ab- yep. Ab- Ab- Bashir, Ali Bashir, yep. Buggers, they call him. Um, he's quite a famous guy. He's uh, he's been a yes trainer for Usyk. Uh, he was Emmanuel Stewart's right hand man. And uh, he was uh, in the training camp in the uh, corner for yeah, um, and Joshua. And I had not too long ago um, on my my show. Oh, and okay. he, uh, he said he was going crazy with Italy. You know, he needs to jump on him. And he needs to jump yeah. on him. Um, and uh, he he, all he does is swear about it. <laughs> when I asked him what Emmanuel yeah. Stewart had done, um, he, he said that Emmanuel Stewart had told him to jump on him oh. because he's because of. Uh, at the time, but Danny, realistically, what would you have told him? I'd have told him to, I wouldn't have told him to jump yeah. on him. Uh,
0: to be honest with you, I mean, you've got to kind of. I mean, you've got to kind of understand that Klitschko was forty-one, and had you had you thrown everything at him, at him in that round, and AJ, he wouldn't have finished AJ. Then you know Klitschko himself would have been kind of you know diminished. But I just think to myself that, you know, oh, yeah. got, you know, oh, he's got serious power. Right. He had serious power in that hand, And had he landed, you know, had he landed that, exactly, had, no had he landed that a few times, I think, you know, I think he would have stopped him. And that's no disrespect to AJ, because just to get off the canvas when he did, um, that didn't, you know, change yeah, that my Ryan perspective was, 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 on, was on that, Joshua.
1: Um, I, I mean, to this, to the second. I mean, just going back to to what I was saying there about the advice in the corner. Um, if if a Joshua was in my co- sorry Klitschko was in my corner there, yeah. and he it was, it was late on, wasn't it, um, in the fight? Was it nine, ten, something of that nature? Um, yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, you've only got to look yeah. at Frank Bruno, you know, and Mike Tyson, you know, when they fought. he, he but to be honest, he rocked Mike Tyson until he got tired because he had too many muscles. So, of course, being a big, stronger guy with big muscles, you know, you, you do get a slightly bigger heart, you know, because of the training you do. Yeah. But the truth of it is, it's not much bigger than me and you, you know, and that that heart yeah. is going to pump all that blood around those big, extra yeah. muscles. And that's what makes him so tired. That's why you, you don't see um, weightlifters doing yeah. huge amounts of cardio generally, um, because, because there's too much, too much blood to pump around those muscles. So if yeah. I was in um, Joshua's, yeah. uh, sorry Klitschko's corner, I'd be saying he's getting to the end of the fight, you've dropped him, he's tired, he's hurt, take your time, pick him apart, stop him mm-hmm. late. And that's what I would be telling him. But the truth of it is, what he really should have done is yeah. jumped all over him while yeah. he was hurt. And that was yeah. it. But the hindsight's amazing. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't guess everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. exactly yeah, you can't. You can't. Um, I'd like to, to you know, yeah, before definitely. we finish, I'd like to move on and talk about a couple of other things. Um, uh, we, uh, yeah, just 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 go over a couple of other things. I'd like to go over the uh, what, what's your thoughts on the the Spence uh, Crawford situation at the minute. Um, before before you oh, give God. your opinion, just just hear what what my thoughts are. And I've tried to explain. I've, I've tried to explain this to people before. I don't know if you agree with this, Dan, but. I don't believe either fighter is ducking, and I believe mm-hmm. that both guys extremely want that fight badly. Um, but I think I think both guys have got kind of career plans and they both want to build that mm-hmm. fight to, you know, to become a big fight. Uh, or really, they want that big, big fight. Um, so for Spence, if Spence goes and beats Portonan and then he goes on to beat Thurman, uh, maybe Danny Garcia, you know, that fight becomes, you know, yeah, yeah. the big, the, you know, Huge. You know, people are waiting for it. Um, Crawford said himself on Joe Rogan, you know, this mm-hmm. is this is down to PBC. And
1: in regards to in regards to what? In, to what, in regards to the, the fight happening or how I think the fight will go or what well no not Well, you know, all
0: of you the fight happening? Uh, do you believe one guy's ducking another guy? Do you think that it is BBC? As far as I'm concerned, um, the ends? the
1: suspense suspense fight. Uh, you, I might be wrong in thinking this now, but that that's not on. Oh, I, I thought that's what you were saying. Sorry, I I didn't no, want to make you look stupid. Yeah. I thought you were ch- you were trying to say that it wasn't on. <laughs> Sorry, I must have misunderstood what you were saying. I don't know.
0: Oh, no, no, I no, thought you no, knew no, something. I, I, I was saying um, it was
1: all oh, definitely definitely. <laughs> What's going on? How do we answer this? Right. So <laughs> no, so of course yeah. a, a very close friend of mine um who, who I work with at the moment at Boxing TV is Joe Cortez, um, who is um, very very close with with, with both fighters. Yeah, um, and he 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 can't wait for the fight. You know, he's he's massively looking forward to the fight. Uh, he thinks that Terence Crawford is the number one, um, and to be honest, so do, so do I. I think Terence Crawford will give anyone problems, uh, but the only thing, the only issue, first of all, to going with it, uh, Spence and so let's yeah. let's stick with Spencer Porter for now. What a fight that is, and I think people are underestimating exactly how good. I was talking about it today, yes. um, as in Sean Porter look at the people he's fought and the, you know Cal Calbrook Cal I mean I think Calbrook probably had the best night of his career yeah. if you ask me um, but other, other than that he's been in absolute wars yeah. and yeah. I don't think he could have wrote him really in any fight he's ever been in I mean you're only going to look at Thurman and, yeah. you know he could have gone either way you know it, it's, the truth of it and is that, this is a very this is the hardest fight of Spence's career for me yeah
0: I think I think I think to be honest with you, I think Portugal beat Thurman, in my opinion. Um, but but you know you know for me, you know for me, Spence is a, a very special talent. And um, you know before I, I was a massive book fan, I was a massive massive Tel book fan. Um, I, yeah, well, you remember me being a big, big Brook fan. And I, I travelled all over the country, you know, following Brook and, and watching Brook. I, you know, I've been in Brook's training camp with him um, in Tenerife. Um, you know, I've met Dominique Um uh, And for me, I always believed that Brook would be the guy to beat really? Floyd. At some at some point, I thought he was that. Well, no, okay, okay. I, listen, I, I always thought Kel was that talented. Um I thought, I thought at some point he'd be the guy to give Floyd, you know, that that, that L. Um, I believed he was that talented. Um, and I, I think he could – do I think he would have beat Floyd? That, that's a big probably, – probably no, he probably wouldn't know. He probably never would have beat Floyd. Actually, no, he would have never beat Floyd. But I, what I saw in Kel was a, a special talent. Um, and I think he wasted big time chasing Massively, massively to kind of, wise. you know, shock you know, the world and, ch- you know, ch-
1: I'll ch- give that. you something to shock the world. Shall so I'll tell you the only current fighter I personally think, and this is crazy to say, but I think only a boxing purist would believe what I'm saying. The only fighter for me right now who would give him problems, not beat him, not beat Floyd, but give him problems would be Ami Akana and his prime. I think that style, that in and out style, that fast hands getting out of the way would have caused him massive problems. He would have caught up with him later in the fight.
0: My problem, I was going say, my problem was always with calm was his defence. Um, he, he, he was excellent at throwing forward, know, right? lots of shots and very fast. But he was very defensively, you know, um, he was defensively lax. He, you know, he, even at his best, he was just, his chin used to hang out. He kind yep, of, he'd absolutely. throw too many punches at once and leave himself in the pocket. And I just think he may have, you know, he may have won some early rounds. He may have made a
1: fight. I think he's only was straight in and that was not straight lines. And that's why Danny Gossett. Yeah, that's
0: the problem. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I think, I think had Kel, um, had Brooke have gone, you know, you know, fought Bradley and fought Chavez, you know, gone through the guys and fought, you know, and maybe have even got the Floyd fight at some point. I think he would have been fl- Floyd, because Kelpuss yes. was very... He hit hard. He was massive for a welterweight. He hit very hard. Uh, you know, he was huge. He hit very hard. Um, he had an excellent jab, one of the, probably one of the best jabs in the division. and No, actually, probably the best jab in the division. Um, and he was an excellent counterpuncher as well at times. Well, I say at, at times, he was an excellent counterpuncher. The way he yeah, well, mate, do you, remember, do you remember, exactly, do you remember he used to throw, it, where, the way he threw, the, threw his jab over the top of his opponent's jab, like, he'd wait for yeah. the opponent to jab and then he'd throw over the top of the jab and catch them, you know, I mean, I thought he was so supremely talented, um, and then he obviously, he took the Golovkin fight, um, yeah. straight yeah. away, yeah. I said it was a bad idea. Yeah. Um and then I remember him, he was, worthy. Exactly. Do you think he honestly? Think he kind of quit in that form? I'm so. not
1: sure. And you, you know, I'll never say this because I'll either say yes or no. I'm not sure. I mean, I wasn't the doctor who looked at his eye. And as far as I'm concerned, Dan, and I'll say this: you know, in the yeah. for me, before anything in the game of boxing is, it's got to be about the the health and the. You know the care of the fighter. That that is that you know the most important thing. I, mean, I, was, yeah. I was you know I, I'm yeah. not sure. I mean I was out in, in the US, of course. You well documented. Only the, the, other, the other week, a guy got knocked out, cleaned. The first thing yep. I said yep. on the commentary was, yep. "So glad to see him get up and see him okay." That you know the, the, the you know the first thing is it's about the that you know the, the health yeah. of the fighter. That is the, the priority. So as far as I'm concerned. If Calbrook says to me I've got a damaged orbital bone, get him out of there. Let fight another day. But I think that, what that the it was yeah. the physical yeah. that I got took out of, of Calbrook that day. It was all I said.
0: Yeah. Well, do you know do you know a lot of people uh, like to say that Cal was dimin- diminished against uh, Spence. Now I'll tell you how I'll counter that as well. Um because I've watched, like I said, I've watched Kel Brook in the amateurs. I've watched him uh, as a professional um, and I, I 100% believed he would beat Spence. I hadn't, no, like, when I went to mm-hmm. that, you know, and I was sat probably 10 rows from ringside um, and uh, I was 100% in belief that, um, you know, he would beat Spence without no problem at all. Um, and to be honest with you like, that's one of the best versions I've seen of Kel Brook in a ring against when he fought Spence. Um, but Spence, yeah, but Spence had something different, man. Every time Kel would adjust, he'd adjust something different. It's like it was mad. It was like the first two rounds, I thought, oh, this is going to be an easy fight. This is Kel, you know. It was Kel, you know, out boxing him and, and and landing the jab and moving and landing the jab, and I was thinking, you know, this is going to be an easy fight for Kel. This is, and then. Spencer did something different and started. He, he put on. a little bit more pressure on, a little bit more pressure. Then he started going to the body every time. Kel, Kel, yes, every time Kel tried to clinch, he would punch out of the clinch. He wouldn't allow especially as a comfort fighter, you know,
1: get your hands free. And it's not your problem, it's theirs.
0: Exactly. But they don't teach that in british boxing they don't you, know you is don't is see that? british the boxers the issue there is is, is the like for instance when for i was british.
1: boxing in the amateurs i did get taught that because i was an inside fighter but the truth of it is it's in amateur in, in amateur boxing is they only teach one way yeah. they teach that that kind of that you know old frankie gabbin Are yeah. you with me that that kind of a bit like Carl Smithers now, if you like, just to make it simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When I, when I was in the amateurs, I was obviously I'm on the yeah, smallest five ten. I was, yeah. was of yeah. heavyweight, um, but I was a big puncher. So I was all I was almost like Tyson. That Bob, and weave, took the yeah. card. The trainers almost aren't qualified to do that yeah. over here. Do you think? I mean, when I was going over to the US, and I was. Like, there. You should see stuff here, too.
0: Munging it's
1: just... people. Do, I'm sorry, I'm punching as I'm speaking. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're doing lots of different things you know, with the amateurs and I think that should be the right way.
0: Yeah. I do as well and, and I kind of, I watched it and I was like, wow, he's not allowing Kel to clinch because that was one of Kel's, Kel's weapons. What Kel do is he'd, he'd throw the jab land the right hand straight after it and then clinch. Well, what had happened is he Kept missing the right hand and Keller tried to clinch and then Spence would punch out of the yeah. clinch and, and Kel wouldn't know what to do afterwards. And like every time Kell tried to adjust to something, so like Kel then tried to, to start Spence turning, but then what Spence did was he kept Kel at the end of his jab um and took the pressure off slightly, and then Kel didn't know what to do. And then when Kel tried to adjust again, Spence put more pressure on. And for me, you know, people like to say, oh yeah, but Kel wasn't, Kel was, was diminished. No, nah, mate, no way in this world. Let me let me tell you now, bearing in mind that the face, the side that Golovkin broke, there was nothing wrong with it. It held up completely. There was nothing wrong with it. There was, there was rumours that the other side had broke, but actually there was never any proof that, you know, Kel never had any operations or anything like that after the Spence fight. I just think that and I'll be honest with you. I think, yeah, I, yeah. I Do you think it was Japanese just? Uh, maybe
1: back. a little bit of a, a bit of a backlash, if you like, bit of a. I don't know the word I just, I, I just think
0: that Brooke knew that he, yeah. yeah, I just think Brooke knew that he couldn't win, and I think that like Spence had, had, had put him under so much pressure, and Brooke had tried so hard to, to fight back. And I'm not taking anything away from Kel yeah. because. He fought a he fought a valiant fight, mate, and he gave some you know you know in the tenth he got up off the floor, and he you know he, he tried to put Spence under some serious pressure, but he, he, yeah, I like, completely he, agree he, with he, that. Spence had an answer for him, you know, and 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 like one of the things that Spence was doing as well, he he'd like he'd kind of feint with a jab to the head, right? So Kelly'd had protect upstairs, and then he'd throw the right hand to the body, and you know. They would. They took their toll. You know. I know Kel loves to make out like, you know. That you know, as much as me, Danny and One thing, thing I always like eyes. to do with my
1: show um, is not just talk to the fighters, but also educate the outside world. So people watch me just to be stupid. You know what I'm like. Um, just be daft. Um, and people yeah. just like watching someone talking and being friendly to them. But you've been there. I've been. There, and there's nothing worse in this. I would take yeah. a hundred full clean shots yeah. to the face. Them one good clean shot to the bottom every day of the week.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh. Mate, I've been crippled by body shots. I know exactly what they're like. Um so I know exactly what I know exactly what Brook has been through as in body shots. Um but I just think I think it was a step too far. I just think Spence is a very special fighter. I think a lot of people thought Michael Garcia could outbox him, and I think um, for me, that was a sparring session for Spence and I 100% believe that if Spence had a put his foot down in that five, he could have stopped Mikey um, but I think, I believe that he wanted to outbox Mikey to prove that he could and he kind of, I can explain it, Mikey was just trying to survive, you know, so, I mean, Spence wasn't even out of breath when he walked into his corner in the 12th, you know, it was kind of like, he, he didn't lose a round, completely outboxed an elite fighter, um, you know, I think he proved that he could. He, he's not only a banger and not only a pressure fighter. Yeah, I think he'll be. Uh, if you ask me, Porter. I think he'll
1: be a harder fight than 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 he says. Uh, and you're the boss here, Dan. Yeah. But do you mind if I bring something up? Would that be okay? And give a little bit of a plug to someone on your, on your show. Um, yeah, we well, you've well, got the um, Anthony Yard and the yeah. Sergey Kovalev yeah. fight this week, haven't we? At the end of the week, I'm very excited about that. There's a certain fighter that, yes. that I've got very, very good friends with now. Um, I don't yeah, just, sure. just a few fans out there. Um, his name is Alfonso Lopez. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with him. You probably are because of the, uh, my association. So I just, yeah, I just want to say, well, I just want to I tell actually, the general public just to check him out. So he's, he's had nine fights um, on the bounce. I think he's had something like seven or eight knockouts, sorry, nine wins on the bounce, yeah. seven or eight knockouts between them winners. And he's looking to fight the winner. Um, of yeah. Sergei Kovalev against Anthony Yard um, on behalf of group so I'm going to be back out in November um, to um, commentate on the fight over in, in Texas in the USA I think yeah. I may well be out in, in Vegas as well um, so, so he's, he's in the top 15 currently the WBO um, yeah. With yeah. now I can see him fighting them after that's what I'm, what I'm trying to say but the question to you is, I mean if you don't mind me bringing it, this yeah. the topic up but who do you think wins the fight, Yard against Kovalev?
0: Um, do you know what I really, really, really okay. want to say, Yard? Your Yard, Yard Yard does, but but um, I get this feeling that he's never even been close. He's never even thought a go close to Kovalev's level. I know Kovalev's old and washed up, and and he's not the fighter he was. Um, but I just don't think Yard's been in. Me. I'd, I'd love him to prove me wrong. I really would love him to beat Kovalev. and I really, really want him to beat Kovalev, because personally, I can't. You know, I don't yeah. like the man. I don't like what he stands for. The, you know, the the, the, the or something but, of that day. I'm you not know, 100
1: really, grabbing, but he said something to him. Yeah.
0: exactly. You know, he's not. He's not the nice, exactly. He's not the noisiest guy. Um. So. For me, I'd love Antihard to, 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 to beat him. I just can't see it. And then, even if he does beat an old washed up Kovalev, can you see him beating the big guys in the division, the locks of Better BF? You know, um,
1: no. Uh, to no, to me I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be your guest. I really, Good really morning. am. It's a, it's a real pleasure, honestly. Um recently I've I've interviewed Tundi Ajayi, you know him, the um, of course Anthony Yard's trainer. Um and then I've also yes. um interviewed um Kovalev's trainer. Um bloody hell. Um, what's his name now? Mac- oh god. What's his name? Oh, Buddy uh... McGurz. Buddy McGirt. And, but, so basically, when I spoke to Tundi Ajayi, everybody knows how big he is, you know, as far as kind of personality. He's, he's you know, yeah. absolutely, no, my man's yeah. going to win. No, my man's going to win. When I spoke to Buddy McGurk, it's obviously the trainer of Arturo Gatti, the trainer of many, many... Incredible fans, um, yeah. He's currently the trainer of Kovalev. And he says that it's good. He, says, he said the words to me and in my interview, Boxing TV. He said, um, it's, it's not going to be easy, uh, but... But I think they think it's going to be a walkover.
0: Yeah. 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 I do, I think, I think, I think Yard's making a big mistake, to be honest with you, thinking it is a walkover too.
1: The only thing, the issue was that was with, there might be a bit of a a walk, you know, but realistically he could have took a world title fight four or five fights ago, couldn't he? Because he keeps knocking people out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like for me, if you look at Yard's resume, I mean, he, theoretically, he hasn't beat even beat anybody above domestic level. I mean, the guys he beat, I mean, he beat one guy that was, I can't remember what his name is now, but he was a, a European level guy. Um, But he was a super middleweight. You know, this, these are the guys that he's for. I mean, his resume is he's, he's very, very poor for, for you know, for somebody who's had as many, fun. and I can understand it because he's learning on the job, mm-hmm. I get all that. But then to step you up, I think, I think what Tunde is thinking, and I like Tunde, I think he's a decent trainer. Uh, is he a little bit, that's what I'm saying? He's a cool dude. Um, I've heard the words that he's a little bit delusional. No, I don't think he's delusional.
1: I think he's just confident. honestly, it's to him. He's the positivity just oozes out of him, honestly.
0: Exactly. I just think he's confident in his fighter, and I think he's, you know, he he's he's a positive guy, like you say. Um, uh, but I hope Yarday wins. I know Yarday. I hope Yard a wins. Uh, but I think it'll possibly cover level win, to be honest. He's um, he's I think what so Dan, I think Everything
1: well, was, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He level horrible. Yeah. You know, yeah. Horrible. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I'll tell you what, Dan, Lloyd, um, being as we've gone over virtually everything um, that I wanted to talk to you about for today, um, what about if we make a couple of predictions now for the next few thoughts? Um, and then maybe maybe in a couple of, maybe in a couple of months' time, we'll come back on and we'll discuss our predictions. Ah, sounds lovely, happen? mate.
1: You know how much time I've got, Dan. You're good at what you do.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Brilliant Brilliant. So I'll tell you what, we'll start off with uh, AJ versus Ruiz. Who you got? AJ. Okay, so I'm going Ruiz on that one. So so Yard against Kovalev.
1: That's tough, isn't it? It's really tough. It's a real 50-50 fight. Kovalev. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm going Kovalev too. Uh, Porter Spence. Spence. Yeah, me too, Spence. What about... um, Now, I know... Yeah, I know a lot of people um, are writing this guy off, right? Um, because he's fighting probably the best pound for pound pot fighter on the planet. But I honestly believe he's got a real live chance. Luke Campbell versus. You want say
1: Lama. that? Lama, yeah. The, yes. This this is where I'll definitely say something about quickly. Dan is Luke yeah. Campbell, of course, is a Olympic gold medalist. Okay. Um, if you look at, if yeah. to me, if you want me to be honest I, I know I know and met his trainer. The truth of it is, Lomachenko yeah. has beat many a man better than Luke Campbell in the amateurs. Never mind the pro; yeah. he, he stops yeah. him for me under yeah. five rounds. Lomachenko.
0: Should I, should, should I tell you? Should I tell you one of my thinkings of why I think Luke Campbell gives him an extra five? And I think I think a lot. I think a lot of people are underestimating Luke Campbell. Um, now, before before I say this. I understand that triangle theories don't work yeah. in boxing. And because fight A beat, uh, beat fighter beats Fighter or whatever, it doesn't mean that, you know, no, it doesn't mean anything. But um, for me, Campbell beat Jorge Linares, okay. right? Okay. Beat him. Um, we've, we've all without the knockdown. If that fight happens anywhere else in the world, Luke Campbell takes mm-hmm. that. Um, it's only because of where it happened that Linares okay. got the win. Um, now... Set, you, set your set mind back to Lenares versus Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. and for me, that's still today the toughest fight oh, I've ever seen. Eyes eyes, it? <laughs> um, exactly, but he got dropped in there. You got you got put on his ass. Um, and up until he stopped Lenares in the tenth, Lenares was winning the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going into the te- going you know into the tenth round, Lenares was mm-hmm. a point up, um, two points on one of the judges' scorecards. Um and I think that I think that um you know Luke can do something similar. Um and I tell you why, because of his size, yeah. um because of his stature right. and I think he's got the art of a lion too. Yeah, he's a big, totally strong lad and I think he's got yeah, the like, of a lion. I completely
1: agree with that. For such a little lad, and I hope it, you know, that's not disrespectful to Luke if you if you listen to this, but um because because he's so, he, yeah. you know, he's not lanky. I call him lanky, I hate that one. But because he's so lean and so tall, and he's, he is a lot bigger. Um, yeah. Especially if you direct well enough. Yeah. You know, he could be a lot bigger than that.
0: No. Mate, you know, I'm I'm telling you, he normally walks into the ring round about 150, mm-hmm. So you imagine how big he's going to be. I mean, Lomachenko, I wouldn't even say he's a natural 135 rosset I'd say he's more of a, a 130, yeah. you know, you know, super fe- featherweight. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think, I think, I think the ever been is about 140, do you know what I mean? 145, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Luke's gonna have a big size advantage on him, big size advantage. Just
1: one.
0: Um, just Lomachenko um, so, is, might bad, you know? I don't think Luke beats him. I, I, I'm not saying that Luke beats him, uh, and I'm going nah. Lomachenko. Um but I think I think it'll just be a way tougher for it than
1: people think it's gonna be. do you think? Well I'd like to see it. He's a, he's one of our content, so yeah. it'd be fantastic to see for sure.
0: Could you imagine if he actually beat Loman?
1: <laughs> I might do to <laughs> I mean right now he's number one pound for pound in the world.
0: Exactly. Could you imagine him, could you imagine if Luke actually pulled it off? Yeah, we said
1: the same thing about Louise, <laughs> mate.
0: Exactly, exactly. So you never know in boxing. And let's let's remember this as well. Um, you know, uh, he's been beat before. Um, so he's definitely beatable. Although I think Lomachenko's a much better fighter. Selina has a than different factor than Campbell as well, isn't he? Um,
1: and I think that's how you beat,
0: exactly. how you beat Lomachenko. It's put
1: it on him. Don't give him a second to breathe or move.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, and I also thought Pedraza gave yeah. him um, a pretty old tough fighter as well. Um you know Pedro exactly uh, I was gonna say but Luke doesn't fight a lot of either. Um so we'll see, but I'm I'm going I'm going Lomachenko on points.
1: Maybe, I'm, I'm saying I'm Lomachenko I said four or five, I'd say it just definitely doesn't go little longer than seven for me.
0: Okay. well, well what we'll do is We'll give it a few yeah. months now uh, and we'll revisit this uh, and we'll have a chat over the outcomes and, and what happened in each so Sounds great, right? Dan.
1: Dan, I'd very much like to you we know, Obviously, Outcome we've been back. friends for quite, quite a long time now and I'm proud to be your friend. And, and When I've got my show back up and running, then yeah. what I'd like to do is just bring you back on to do a similar thing. I've really, really enjoyed it.
0: it might be awesome. It really would. And I'll do it any time you want to man, any time at all. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate, and, and an honour as well. Thank you for taking the talk.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Bye, boy.
0: Thank you. you take it take easy, care, my friend.
1: Mate.
0: Love, take love, care. brother. Take it, take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's the end of the fifth of the series of the Just Boxing Podcast.